Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warn Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Warn Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. Be sure not to miss the following posts from our Warren Radio episodes on warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Trusting God in Tribulation and Trepidation America's Faithful, Wise, Political Servants America Uncovered Truth Unveiled And you don't want to miss the latest WIBR Warren radio shows on warren-usa.com Gospel, Faith, Digital, Cash, Martyrs persecution at Warren Radio. Do not miss this post. Perilous times, antichrist, cashless, Christian faith. And do not miss this post. Christian wisdom, fear of the Lord. And don't miss our latest Warren Radio episodes from the week of May 24th through May 26th. Rich in Mercy, Christians Targeted Christian Faith Advocacy at Warren Radio. Word of the Lord, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 175 on Battle Lines. His Workmanship, Revelation, Throne of Iniquity, Part 15 on Sound the Shofar. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. And The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can get your copy of The Rising by going to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Angus and Robertson, and The Rising eBook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com and while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com and also follow us on Twitter find us on Instagram and join us on LinkedIn Greetings Dana, how are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election I'm doing good Yeah, it's Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Here we are in summer. Yep. Tomorrow will be the first day of summer. Yeah, that's hard to believe. In the way I record things on June 1st. 
Yeah, well, that's close enough for me. As soon as I start seeing warm weather, if I can wave at it, that's it. It's summer. <laughs> it's been nice, too. I thank God for it. The green, grass is green. Trees are blooming out. Flowers are blooming. Yep. Well, at any rate, we got a lot of stuff to cover. And up front, America Uncovered, Truth Unveiled. This is found on DanaGlennSmith.com, and you can find it over on Warren-USA.com. Uh, the introduction to that, we have Psalm 2, 1 through 3. Why do the heathen rage and people imagine a vain thing? That's just the first sentence, but it gives you an idea. America Uncovered, Truth Unveiled points, points to the struggle in the nations. As Psalm 2 in the King James Version asks, Why did the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? Today the world of men and nations rage while at the same time imagining things that are useless or vain. One of these is pure rebellion against the Lord and his anointed. It is true, nothing shall be hidden, but all will be revealed. Our sins have already found us out. This includes every man, woman, and child. But the egregious sins of government and its officials, who willingly lie, plot, and work to overthrow justice, lay before us in full view. No matter what our society does, the laws that are passed, the evil which society accepts as normal, surely the truth will reveal it all. Now this is an article that I urge you to go on over to warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com to read. And write it down, America Uncovered, Truth Unveiled. And you're going to find it at warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. This one is prophetic. This is a warning. This covers a lot of events. But I, I urge you to read this and send it on to your uh, friends. And, uh, of course, make sure they like hard-hitting stuff. If they don't, then... I wouldn't send it. These things are not meant for the timid of heart. These things are directed at this nation. This is serious issues. And all the people that are running around this country acting as if everything's fine. And that's the young people that are deluded. And the politicians who are deluded. Nobody really understands the fullness. Well, I do. And for a long time, we've been warning. And we're in our 25th year, and I recommend you listen. So be sure to get on over to warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. This is a featured article. And during our programs, every week we do feature one of our articles that we have up. And we have lots of them. So check it out. Now we're moving on. This isn't a big one, but this really has to do more about what is going on with our brothers and sisters. And uh, this is via globalchristianrelief.org. And the picture that they have looks almost like a an apocalyptic scene. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. And so, you know, it really does remind you that what what is going on. Because in Manipur, India, there's been a deadly situation. Violent riots broke out earlier this month. Actually, it was last month. And it broke out in Manipur, which is in the northeastern state of India. And of course, again, it was Hindu nationalism and hateful anti-Christian sentiment. Now, this is nothing to laugh at. This is serious business here. And especially in India, when we talk about it, uh, you know, when you talk about uh, the leadership in India, they are um, Prime Minister Modi. He's a, a Hindu nationalist. 
and so that's kind of you know a long time ago I mean he's been in there for quite a while and there were Christian leaders in India that said that if he got in there would be Christian persecution and they nailed it on the head the minority population of believers uh, quickly became a target and you have more than just um, Christians there you have Muslims you have Sikhs and you know and a number of others I mean so at any rate 108 villages have been completely destroyed now remember we're talking about this is mainly Christians that are being burnt out that's basically what it is they don't care where they go as long as they don't stay in India and so happens that everybody around uh, India hates Christians too the minority population okay let's see 108 villages have been completely destroyed and you know these things are thatched roofs and don't take much for most of these to burn clay yeah, you right. know brick um, and that is uh, the kind of brick that you know uh, the cement brick that they make 200 plus churches have been burned down now that's a lot yes it is 80 lives have been lost and 66,000 people mostly followers of Christ have been run off from their homes and wow. then following that a cyclone brought extreme weather to the region you know I don't know about them, but if all that was going on, I think I'd move somewhere. Well, you know, that 66,000 people is bigger than any city or any town in Wyoming. That is just horrible. That's an well, astronomical well, amount to me. Well, it is, and it's a lot of people. It's and terrible. So they've been displaced. Then they had a and, cyclone. Yeah brought extreme weather to the region so the big issue was the difficult choices so the riot shattered lives people are forced to flee to the jungles uh, stay away from their homes with only the clothes they wore now this isn't the first time we've reported on them fleeing into the jungle and it, believe it or not the humanitarian organizations that do work in India they actually go into the jungles and they look for the people. Uh, so this is this is really, um, you know, in America we don't understand this kind of stuff. So the survival, their survival, is at stake. And of course, they have all, no belongings. And this is exactly why we bring you these stories to tell you what's going on overseas. And there are a lot of stuff happening. We get requests all the time. And and the thing of it is, is the WIBR, the WIBR Warren Radio, we have a certain budget for these things which comes out of uh, our pocket. Warren Radio doesn't have a budget because I, I do all the work on it. And Tower does all the work. And so we we exist by doing that. And we tell you who to support. And it's imperative that you help people. Now this one right here is coming from globalchristianrelief.org, which is actually uh, part of the arm of their bigger, or their other organization. Is that Open Doors? Yeah. Go to Christian. Go to globalchristianrelief.org. Globalchristianrelief.org, and give them some money, a donation, whatever you can do, and help them. And uh, we urge you to do that. And uh, this is very, very serious. And unfortunately we have a lot of serious things happening uh, it, it's it's really you know the old saying is that 
when it rains it pours yes amen and uh, this isn't just a light shower <laughs> this is heavy duty stuff so check out and pray for your brothers and sisters in Manipur uh, they're not in the towns they're out in the jungles they run off very few of them can come back and the government doesn't do a thing to stop this the government doesn't do a thing uh, to do anything uh, for the Christians and uh, we've seen this very, as long as we've tragic. been doing this very, and very uh, tragic and I have come to the conclusion and this includes America that when you see problems in a nation like this one here or even like the problems in America we face you can always look to the government as being the culprit because whatever kind of government if it's righteous you'll see it if it's wicked you'll see it and you can find that out of Israel too when they had a good king all the people followed the good king and they were right with God when they were uh, had a bad king like Ahaz and Jezebel the people followed them and so they ended up with judgment the government if, if it's uh, in the world today you can tell how good it is simply by what happens in their country. Now there is, I think, one exception, and that is in India. Because the people there have become so docile that there's no way they're going to overthrow anybody. They're going to stay communists and live there. And, and as long and their their main thing is as long as we can live even in poverty and live our lives that's okay now in America we learned a different thing we have a constitution civil rights and so when it begins to fall apart we begin to look to people like Joe Biden and others who are destroying this nation so make no mistake the problems in America today are directly caused by the government we have and we know how to resolve it yet there's a lot of troubles in the world but tonight we're talking about violent riots and anti-christian hatred in Manipur, Indian, India and we're concerned about the Christians there so go to globalchristianrelief.org and see what you can help them with pray for them are you ready? yes tormented and delivered this story comes to us via CBN News. I Love Lucy has been called the greatest show in television history, and red-headed firebrand Lucille Ball, who starred in the title role, paved the way for today's comedians. But the actor who played Little Ricky on the program remembers the show a bit differently. At one point, Keith um, Thibodeau, is that how you say his name, Dana? Keith Dip Thibodeau even blamed I Love Lucy for tearing his family apart and ruining his life. But in the end, God redeemed him from all the pain. He said he was about four and a half years old at the time, and his dad said to him, Keith, this is really important. This is a really big show in Hollywood. And he knew from his father's explanation of it that it was something big. It was big. The year was 1956, and little Keith uh, Thibodeau from Lafayette, Louisiana, was auditioning for one of the most popular TV series in the world, I Love Lucy. Lucy comes up and says, well, he's cute, but what does he do? And my dad said, well, he's a drummer. And she says, oh, come on. So they happen to have a set of drums on the set, and there's some drums. Let's see what he's going to do, what he can do, Lucy said. And Sheldon Leonard, who was the producer at Desilu Studios, came over and was watching me play. And finally, Desi came over and started jamming with me on the set. And he stood up and laughed and said, I think we found little Ricky. And for the next four years, Keith played the part of little Ricky Ricardo on I Love Lucy and he later landed roles on Andy Griffith's show as Opie's friend Johnny Paul and by then the family had moved to Hollywood and life was great. 
Keith sensed that there was a higher power working in his life. And he asked his dad, why did God pick me to do this? He could have picked any little boy to play the part of little Ricky. And my, his dad told him, well, God gave, a, God's got a purpose for you, Keith. And that was, it always stuck in his head. And he felt like God had his eyes on him. But then tragedy struck and Keith's life was torn apart. My dad was unfaithful to my mother and my whole life came crashing down when that happened. I thought our family was one unit and all of a sudden it was not. And the dad that I thought I had was not the dad that he was. And Keith needed someone or something to blame for the breakup of his family. He was mad at his dad and very, very mad at everything in the world in general, and show business was part of the problem. He said he felt like if I hadn't gotten the part on I Love Lucy, we would still be in Louisiana and our family would still be together. But God was the one that I really shook my fist at. And during his teen years, he dove headfirst into the Hollywood party scene. His friends were doing drugs and he began to get in with them and do that because he wanted to be cool. He also became fascinated with the occult and he knew there was a supernatural world and he began to dabble in Ouija boards and reading books about warlocks and just fantasizing about those kind of things. And his life from that point on really began to take a downward spiral. And you can read more on CBN dot com news entertainment and how keith found deliverance you know everybody knew little richie you know back then yeah and uh you know he could be right if they hadn't gone yeah mom and dad might have stayed together because there's a lot of temptation out there oh yeah and and you know people of the opposite sex are everywhere you know, and they're all in show business. Yep. And and sex is almost like a, a, the sugar on top of the whatever, you know, to get your role that you want. Yeah. And we've heard from others who talked about how that there's other things that aren't right in Hollywood. Uh, and no, we, uh, I'm we trying to think of the one little that. actor that warned about the child abuse in it. Oh, that was... Uh... Oh, Blonde-haired kid. I can see him. He played in the Goonies. Yeah. Him and his friend. His friend died. Maybe it wasn't a blonde-haired. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Yeah. But at any rate, yeah. Well, this this I Love Lucy star was tormented by de demons. Then he had a vision of Jesus that changed his life. So you can go to cbn.com and read more about that. You know, that's what you need. That's the kind of deliverance yes, you need. that's an exciting story. Yeah, Thank it is. Thank God for delivering him. Because, yeah, there's trouble. Yeah, there's principalities and powers, but Christ is over all of them. That's right, amen. Thank you, Lord. Now, we're over in Melitopol, and uh, we're talking about Ukraine. And uh, and that's where a lot of the Eastern Orthodox are. There's also Russian Orthodox uh, over coming out of Russia. And uh, Russian Orthodox churches have persecuted regular Christians who wouldn't uh, follow them. Uh, but soon after the Orthodox Easter on April 16th, Russian occupying forces, they were occupying uh, Melitopol, and Russia has been known to occupy a number of them over there because in, uh, in the whole Ukraine area um, there was some Russian speaking, uh, you know, Russians over there. And so all of that again, if we look at what the United what is it, the, the United Soviet Socialist Republic, the yeah. USSR, it, it was quite a lot bigger, and a lot of the 
you know, the places like Poland, you know, they're they're not friendly towards Russia anymore. So, uh, so they forced that, and see, they shouldn't be able to do that, but they did. And uh, this is in a war zone, so this Pentecostal church called Grace and Truth was closed. And uh, according to someone on the scene, they said they allowed one last service, and that then that was it. Uh, said a Protestant in the Russian occupied territory. And uh, apparently they have an in-occupation telegram channel. Now that's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, because telegram is well used, but a lot of people who use it don't really tell you. In one of the church's buildings, they broke all the locks. I mean, this is typical. Yep. The Russian uh, occupying forces forcibly closed a Protestant church uh, in a town close to a nuclear power station. They were driven out of the building where they had held worship service and were banned from meeting in the future. Now, that's the way it works in Russia. Church members managed to salvage some church property, and all they were allowed to do is take their possessions from the church. <laughs> and Russian occupation authorities usually do not even allow that and confiscate property for their own use. That's bad. Disturbing. That's quite a big church. Yeah. Yeah, this is... Yeah, this is... You look at the Ukraine and Russia fighting, people don't understand how many innocent people are involved. Now, this came from forum18.org, and we do uh, stories from them once in a while. And... Uh, they're over in Europe, over uh, in the Ukraine. They uh, cover a lot of areas uh, in this portion of Europe. And uh, someone has to report it, and they're doing so on that uh, Telegram channel. Here's another one on the Novosti Telegram channel. And uh, they reported that the cross, the symbol of Christianity, has been cut down. And, you know, the Russians will do that. Yeah, that's terrible. And that Melito, Paul, that's a big building that they got there. It is. Yeah. Now we've got a summary report. We probably are not going to be able to go through all of it. But this is a list put together by Ray, uh, Raymond Ibrahim. Uh, and I've known of Raymond for many, many years. And uh, he, he puts this together and puts it on Gatestone. And uh, we'll give you some examples. Uh, but uh, you can go to gatestoneinstitute.org. Uh, and you can find more from Raymond Ibrahim uh, and others. Gatestone is a real good uh, org, uh, online um, news source. And uh, I recommend it highly. The Taliban are offering... Now these are examples from Gatestone. The Taliban are offering money for Afghans to turn in any Christians they know. And Afghans are desperate, further heightening the security risk to Christians. And that was published by Missions Network News Online, April 3rd, 2023, about Afghanistan. And uh, this is part of Raymond's report, noting where you can find it. And Mission Network News Online is a, a news source that we've utilized, and uh, we recommend that... Uh, you know, you keep in touch with missions all over. Now, see, we're not just talking about uh, missions in one part of the world. We get stories from all over the world, pretty much. Uh, 
in Eritrea, April of this year. Police raided a large group of Christians, mostly college students, as they gathered to sing and record video clips for social media. 103 of them, mainly students, were arrested and sent to prison. This latest arrest put the number of Christian prisoners detained indefinitely without trial in Eritrea to more than 500. Now, um, the prison that they were in, or put in, is known for its use of torture and other forms of mistreatment, including beating, starvation, and denial of medical treatment. The Eritrean government details individuals without charge or trial and has held many in detention for years without access to legal representation or the due process of law. April 24, 2023, Eritrea. Now see, these stories come right from the sources. So that means somebody has to report them, thus putting someone in danger. But this is not surprising. And if America should fall or any of the other nations that are big, um, the same thing could happen. Uh, because what is happening, these things begin to... America's being taken part illegally, and they know what they're doing, and it follows the same process of almost any other is, uh, socialist takeover. And it's following it to the T in this country here. So it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. If we don't get this thing stopped, then uh, it, it's just going to be one of those things. So let's... Um, persecution.org, Democratic Republic of Congo, April of 23. In one night of unfathomable horror, men, women, and children were slaughtered like chickens. Oh. I remember when that did, came yeah. out. Yeah, not, that's been... Not too long ago, a little over a month. That's horrible. April 10th, the pure genera genocide of Christians, as it has been characterized by several international observers, reached new levels. This report on this came out April 10th. They found that since 2009, 52,250 Christians in Nigeria have been butchered or hacked to death. Now that's, that's a lot of believers. That is horrifying and it's unimaginable the, the seared conscience that these people have to be able to do that kind of stuff just unconscionable well you know it is and you know I mean just think if if the West falls completely and there is no um, government you know you're going to see the same thing that's right this is not just you know in Nigeria or Pakistan or Eritrea or the Congo it's coming to America. Yeah, and this is... Well, you know, and another thing, most of those people over there don't have any kind of weapons. Nope. The ones that have the weapons are the professional soldiers that many times the government allows. And we know for a fact that in Nigeria and some of these others, they do have quite a number of different groups operating and they let them go so they don't cause any more trouble because most of them won't attack Muslims unless the Muslims aren't real true Muslims so the bottom line of it is Muslims can be attacked by these groups and murdered too so it's not a nice thing the Catholic News Agency in 23 spoke about Libya saying political Islam replaces the laws or interprets them differently so that they restrict the practice of other religions. It also works to change the culture of society which puts it under great pressure so that it becomes more radical and extreme. 
not only toward other religions, but also towards other Islamic sects. S-E-C-T-S. That's like a particular group of Islam. Yeah, that's bizarre, isn't it? And so this is where we're at today. Welcome to the end of days. And you can read the rest at gatestoneinstitute.org. The title of the article is Christianity Must Be Eliminated. The Persecution of Christians. And believe it or not, we've had political leaders in our government today that talked about going after Christians and patriots. And we have got radicals in our government and there are people that would give anything to be able to go further. So very sad, sad. I can't sad. urge you enough to pray for the persecuted church. Pray for America too, because this has got to stop. And many people are asleep at the wheel, others openly want to destroy America. So at any rate, are you ready, Tower? Yes, Freedom, Constitutional Rights, and America. This story comes to us via CBN.com. John W. Whitehead, president of the Rutherford Institute, a nonprofit, a nonprofit civil liberties organization, said his client, Rich Pinkowski, was slapped with a five-year restraining order that prevents him from protesting online or in person the activities of an LGBT organization in Oklahoma. As CBN News previously reported, the situation unfolded after the preacher posted his moral and religious concerns online, expressing his beliefs about a church that, purpo pur that purportedly supported the same-sex marriage and a drag queen performance in front of kids. Pinkowski also reportedly posted on Facebook about a lesbian couple's wedding ceremony sharing a church's public picture of the gay nuptials. One of the women is allegedly the executive board president for Oklahomans for Equality Bartlesville. Romans 1.32 was allegedly shared along with this posting. The scripture reads, and is that the English Standard Version? EVS, Dana ESV? The English Standard Version, yeah. Okay. Though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. As the Christian post noted Matthew 18:6 was also shared which proclaims but whosoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea the lesbian couple reportedly sought a restraining over over the assertion that verses and postings were threatening though Pinkowski has denied that claim a five-year protective order was granted by a judge after the couple expressed fears over their safety. The ruling found, according to court documents, Pinkowski, in a knowing and willful manner, conducted a pattern of conduct which a reasonable person would believe to be harassment and would therefore suffer substantial emotional distress, and it has actually caused substantial emotional distress to the plaintiffs in this case. Whitehead believes this order runs afoul of the First Amendment as, and is asking the Oklahoma Supreme Court to overturn it. He can be put in jail, fined, taken away if he says anything in the terms of Bible verses or anything dealing with these LGBT people that felt threatened by one of the Bible verses, Whitehead said. He never approached anybody physically or contacted them directly. He was he just posted on social media. 
Yeah, I hope they that guy wins his case because. You know, you just think about how many cases, though, that they're dealing with, you know, in this country. Yeah. And uh, even judges are standing out, and they can be politically biased as well. That's right. So we, we've got a big issue with our justice system. And we know very well that the DOJ and was spying on churches. We know that Biden ordered them to go, some of them, to sit as congregants, you know, like they're interested there, just to make sure that they're not advocating violence. And uh, this is the kind of world we're now living in in America. America is not a Christian nation. America is not suitable to be called a Christian nation. It has blood on its hands. It is violent. It is corrupt, and they're corrupting our children. And, uh, you know, there is a satanic influence, and even Franklin Graham noted that. that you know, they opened the gates of hell, and it's all in America now. So there, there's a lot of issues here. But see, we are in the end of days. And make no mistake, it's not just Christians overseas that are facing issues and troubles. We are facing them here. And yet, we have open borders so our enemies can come in. No other nation on earth has open borders like we have now. And nobody follows the Constitution because if they did, they would have closed them because our Constitution guarantees us to be secure in our person. But you can't be secure with an open border. So we are in a mess here. And we've got wicked people here. We got, you know, there is corruption here. And there is no doubt about that. So when we go through these stories, you know, we're concerned about the persecuted church. And we advocate for it. And with America, we just warn them and tell them America should know better. America has fallen away from the Lord. But you get over in India, a lot of them are, are Hindus for generations, and they, they're blinded. They need to find the truth, and uh, the truth can only come with fasting and prayer and a lot of the seed of God. It takes brave evangelists and pastors to go out in India and tell them the truth, even if it isn't you know, going to mean death. In America, you know, we should know all this stuff. But we've ignored it. We've corrupted ourselves, just like Israel corrupted itself. So if you're coming to America, you better turn your butt around and go the other way, because it ain't looking good here. And I, I, I tell people, if you come up here illegally, and think the government's on your side, you're wrong because you're going to die here. Because judgment is here and it will get worse unless this nation will repent. So I, I would sure like to see a Nineveh well, revival in America. I would too, man. I would love a revival in America. So we are at Sudan. You know, Sudan has been a problem for a lot of years. Many years ago, the Lord woke me up and uh, told me to focus on Sudan. And, uh, you know, they did have an agreement there some time ago, and they had two nations, and one of them was a Christian centered section well all that fell apart and now Sudan have agreed to a seven day ceasefire it, be, it began on the evening of May 22nd and I haven't heard anything some, since then but the Sudanese military and paramilitary groups began <laughs> April 15th isn't that tax day yeah 
I'm sure they don't have a tax day like we do, but that would be a good time if you're going to have a war, have it on tax day. <laughs> Although this conflict is not specifically anti-Christian in nature, there have been reports of attacks on churches and church leaders. And of course, Sudan is a Muslim-majority country, but there was also enough to have a, a, a place for the Christians to be. So when they, what you're looking at, when you have people attacking churches, and, and this happens all over the place, even in America, you're sitting in a pew or you're sitting on a bench or maybe you're standing and someone comes in with a gun and most of them, especially in Sudan, especially all of these military and paramilitary, they have got the best of the guns, lots of ammo, and when they go in, they just spray the whole place. Of course, the first thing they like to do is they insulted the Christians, called them infidels and sons of dogs, telling them they should convert to Islam. Now, see, that's what they always say. Yes. You know, well, I know who the infidels are, and they are the ones killing the Christians. And we're children of the king. Yeah, we're children of the king. 1983, Sudan uh, converted to Sharia. Huh. And they actually carry a death penalty for apostasy there. Good grief. It's just hard to believe, you know, that these people in our modern society go through this stuff. That's because Islam has never came up to modern times. You know? Yeah. So they're, you know, the bottom line of it is is they have had a lot of trouble there, a lot of violence. Christians are suffering, which is it happens all the time. And we go through this and don't get discouraged over this. And don't, you know, just say, well, I'm tired of listening to it. We go through these, like this is BarnabasAid.org. That's who brought this. And BarnabasAid.org has people on the ground everywhere just like the others do. And they take in whatever these people need at risk to themselves. Now, if you're sitting or standing somewhere safe, then you can think about helping these people. And you go to BarnabasAid.org and you find the donate button and give them some money. Well, you know that in this article... In 1994, two Christians from a tribal group that had converted from Islam in the early 1970s were executed by crucifixion. Can you imagine the horror? Yep. That is just horrifying. But that's the way it goes. You know, and if America gets a Muslim government or some kind of antichrist government, these people feed on blood. What do you think about the Roman Empire? Why do you think that one of the biggest attractions in the Roman Empire was when they would throw Christians to the lions? Or they would put Christians up against, and they were defenseless against uh, others and they would fight and die. Or they'd be pulled or apart pu by elephants. Yeah, or pulled apart by elephants. Oh. This is the Roman Empire. They ruled the world, but they broke up from within. And in America, wickedness. people don't realize how close you are to some of this. You may say, that's over there and it won't happen there. Well, if we don't keep the wickedness out of this country... If we don't teach our children to follow Christ, 
if we don't stand up against the immorality in this country, if we don't do something instead of sitting around on our butts, playing with our phones or looking at our computers or doing something else instead of taking care of business. You think God is going to help us? He ain't going to help you until you repent. Now, did you notice the nations that we've been talking about tonight? Yeah. You know, we've talked about a lot of different areas. We have. And Mission Network News, let me tell you, Mission Network News Online, we have already told you about. We're talking about Syria now. And you know, one time, you know, the apostles went through Syria. You know, at one time, all these Muslim nations weren't even there. At one time, they were all one for Christ. It's sad how the tables have turned. Yeah, isn't that amazing? There's millions of people in Syria that are in trouble. 90% of all households in Syria could not meet their basic needs last year. Let's see, water, clean water, clean drinking water, a house, yeah, cooking fuel, clothes instead of rags, you know, fuel, food, hygiene. The main things in survival is fire, food, shelter, clothing, you know, water, and food and water, yeah. Now, of course, they had a historic uh, a number of earthquakes in February, and it made it worse. According to a UN report, Syria needs almost 15 billion to recover. And the first thing I think about is the leaders are going to steal the money. Yeah, I also think of here we've spent billions on Ukraine, still spending money on Ukraine. We can help other countries to recover. According to a spokesman with MENA Leadership Center, the needs are humongous. The country is collapsing in terms of the economy. They need to rebuild cities and Christian towns, and there's a need for trauma healing. Yes. And over one million people in northwest Syria need mental health support. That's sad, sad. I want to take a moment to salute those Christian leaders and Christians still living and surviving in Syria. The current situation is unfortunate. Can you imagine that, saying that? I want to salute those who are still alive. Yeah. That sounds like an apocalypse. Oh, that's just horrifying. Now they got, uh, now Mina is what they're doing. And equips local Christian leaders to meet the needs. And that's why I said that, those who are still living and surviving. Yeah. Because why? They need to train more leaders. They do. And he said, we've managed to train in the last few weeks 264 Christian leaders, including 54 different ministries and churches in Syria. And the MENA. I'm not sure what MENA. See, they have the MENA leadership. It must be the area. God, that's... We're focusing on the hard issues. 
The war made people feel isolated. Many are questioning, why did God allow this to happen? They lost their loved ones, friends, and jobs. Well, you know, it, it all goes back to the fact that, that we were told what's going to happen. And Revelation tells us that we overcame by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our to testimony, and we love not our lives unto the death. Folks, surviving today until the coming of Christ means you may have to die, face death. And right now, death is one of the common denominators that we see in all of our stories. Now, we've got a little under five minutes, so you have probably three minutes to do your thing. Can you do that? Um. If not, we'll just discuss these stories some okay, more. Okay, I was going to, I was trying to find Mina. Well, it's, let's. It, that's a group of countries situated in around the Middle East and North Africa. That is what MENA is. Middle East, East and uh, North Africa. Middle East Nations Association. Yeah, a group of countries situated in and around the Middle East and North America. Yeah. Well, see, just like Israel's piece is called the Levant. Levant, right. that's that whole piece of land. Yes. So at any rate, we are coming down. Time's okay. getting away from us. As we thank you for does. joining us, but we be sure to go by warn-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. We have got a lot of articles and a lot of resources and a lot of teachings and audios that we've been doing for years. In-depth biblical teachings reports just like this one on what's going on in the world. So check out our websites and also pray for the persecuted churches and help financially these nonprofits who are helping the brothers and sisters in Christ. If you can. If you can and if you're not sure where to give we have a list that we can send you and you can prayerfully choose them and help if you're able and I know that our brethren would truly appreciate whatever you can do and praying is very important prayer yeah. changes things okay we're going to have to go okay well thank you for joining us whenever you do we love you we always pray the best for you in Christ Jesus. And we thank you for all you do for Christ. We love you. And please pray for your brethren around the world. Pray for us as we pray for you. Be safe. And know that God is watching over you. Good night, everybody. Be sure that this is the end of days. End of days. You are listening to the WIBR Warren Radio. The WIBR refers, refers to the Watchman Institute for Biblical Research and Warren Radio stands for the Watchman Alert Radio Network. We are an in-time preaching, teaching, streaming ministry dealing with the persecuted church, a backslidden America, and teaching in-depth biblical teachings go on over to truly end of days prophetic Christian websites at warn-usa.com or danaglennsmith.com folks we wish you well we pray for you to be blessed and we pray above all that you know the Lord Take care of your families and yourself. Believe Christ. Believe his word. And believe that there is nothing he cannot do. The miraculous is our key today. Till next time. Shalom.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.